0: Welcome to the One Speed MMA Podcast, where Justin thought that there was going to be nothing to talk about today. And then we have two huge announcements on MMA Reddit that three. I just read. What, what do you th- mean two? I only saw two. Oh, because of the NASCAR. That's the biggest
1: one of them all, you said. Let's,
0: talk about, the fir- let's talk about the first one. I want that- to
1: talk about Brian leaving.
0: <clears throat> we can't.
1: Okay, let's go on because to the Because if anyone brand. at
0: your work listens to this. That's fine. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> He's, on the He's AT&T. better off for He's it.
1: He's on the AT&T mobile team. They're doing away with that anyway. They couldn't care less.
0: Oh, don't tell anyone on that team. <laughs> They'll be real sad. They're going to need a job. No. So. <laughs> oh. oh, real life stuff. How about we uh, forget about real life for a second and talk about things that don't really matter?
1: We're talking about this. If you get NASCAR and Bellator teaming up.
0: Wait, yeah. It's Bellator, a huge
1: ploy by Vince McMahon.
0: Bellator to partner with NASCAR. Why? Because oh. <laughs>
1: so If you get NASCAR fans having sex with MMA fans, you get wrestling fans. You, Undertaker wrestling. retired.
0: I watched I watched part of WrestleMania. I watched Shane McMahon fight. It kind of reminded me of my dad. Have you seen Shane McMahon for a while? Or my father for a while? No. They kinda look like they could be siblings. It was kind of weird. As I was watching him, I was like that. Uncle Shane? Look, yeah, it could look be one of my uncles. I actually found a really old picture of my uncle or not my uncle. Of my dad and posted it to our Is that Twitter who your brother account. Shane was named after? <laughs> just kidding, Sean. Sean. Actually we won't get into that. Just kidding. to partner in that car. Then it just got weird. He was named after my aunt Shauna that died. Really? Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> I never met her. I was dead before she was alive. I Thanks, was, Carson. I was
1: named after my live uncle. Well not after him, but just I got my my initial from him, K.
0: And is that why your name's not spelled right? Yep. As per as per Paul's, my name was supposed to be routine.
1: my name was supposed to be Kylie.
0: Hey, my name was supposed to be Sierra Dawn.
1: Really? You were yeah. supposed to
0: be a girl. I was supposed to be a girl. When
1: would they find out,
0: uh, I don't think they ever sexed me.
1: Mine was birth.
0: Yeah, so mine was probably the same too. Yeah,
1: Kylie Ray the whole time. Kylie Ray, riveting conversation. It's kind of like the Fallon Fox thing,
0: <laughs> except both of us are still male, but we were supposed to be female. But we don't go around. Well, I'm using that
1: your... as my original sex. I'm gonna enter women's MMA.
0: Yeah, car. You heard to hear first, folks. Carson is gonna be Kylie Ray.
1: Gender dysphoria in
0: and in it's a women's MMA. They told
1: me before birth that I was supposed to be a girl.
0: He's gonna go beat up some some women at the 185 division. And I don't weigh 185 now. One fifty-five. How much do you weigh? One seventy. One seventy. The women's Gab- Gabby Garcia better watch out. I'm not fighting her. She's like two twenty. She's huge. I saw Mackenzie fi-
1: uh, res- uh roll with her in in jits. That yeah. was that looked crazy. I worried for her her knees or something. I felt like something was going to give way.
0: Do you think Mackenzie Dern has any chance at moving over to the UFC? Yeah. And fighting at the one forty five division. They almost have to take her, right? Yeah. Because there's two people. Cyborg's coming back in July. I think we talked about that last time. Correct. She's gonna be well, she's uh, she gonna be a
1: commentator play. for Brazil. she gonna be a global com- commentator? <laughs> no,
0: no, she actually is past her suspension. She'll be able to fight. They're going to make her fight men's yet? Um, not yet. I think she's got to be GDR and after that she does. <laughs> she gets to, yeah. <laughs> but NASCAR NASCAR and Bellator, man, they I mean, I guess they kind of make sense, but they don't make a whole bunch of sense promoting each other. I mean, I imagine Bellator or NASCAR fans being a whole bunch of like tap out purchasers and just wanting knockouts more than anything else. Cause I mean, you go to NASCAR for car crashes. You don't go to NASCAR for the race. That's not
1: true. There's not 400,000 people in the stadium that are looking for a wreck. They love every aspect of it. If I've
0: learned anything from every cartoon making fun of NASCAR that I've ever watched and not never an actual NASCAR race. They only care about the crashes.
1: See, the thing is I've never learned anything from a cartoon. When I watch Rick and Morty, I don't worry about existentialism. <laughs> I turn off speaking of which yeah, I did... saw it. Don't even start. I was there first. <laughs>
0: Season three, episode one. I didn't see it. So good. I didn't see it. I think <laughs> it's still on YouTube. It popped up on one of my feeds. There's a. It's really good. You should watch it. <laughs> Did you see the Twitter conversation between the? One I don't of the care. Creators? What Dan Harmon says. No, it wasn't Dan Harmon. It was one of the creators, and they were telling him that he should he should release season three. He's like, "Is that what you really want?" He's like, "Yeah, that's what I really want." He's like, "All right, here you go then." And was it Justin
1: Roiland or was? It had to have been Dan Harmon because Dan Harmon was on Twitter and he gave fifteen reasons. Why he hates fans essentially, which he always does. It's like an annual thing.
0: That might have been why. And then he released season three.
1: But, no, yeah, it was, uh, there's a, there's a part in it where NASCAR? They have to go to court.
0: I don't want to know. I'm going to watch it.
1: It's at the beginning. It's not, not even a Is sp- it Kangaroo Court? I won't say anything.
0: Is it Kangaroo Court?
1: M- Morty just starts bitching because, no, it's not. <laughs> Morty just starts bitching that, uh, that it's not even a fair trial because he has a Morty representing him. <laughs> Wait, Morty says that? Yeah, he's like, "Is not even a fair trial. We could have a Morty representing us. <laughs> That's pretty funny. There's more to it. That's why
0: we're doing the rest of the joke for you, but it's so good. <laughs> All right. I mean, I kind of understand because you're looking for new fans and you're looking for new fans that you believe will like your sport, but I feel like if, if a NASCAR fan were to like Bellator, they would already know about Bellator. I don't believe that they're going to go to NASCAR. And no, no, guys, you going to be like Bellator MMA. I've never heard about that. Let me Google search it.
1: Forgive the analogy, but you have to you have to pop the cherry of a lot of people. There's a lot of people in the South that haven't seen it. Um, you think? Yep. I talk to people all the time um, and they'll talk about. Is it because like,
0: they don't have cable? Um, Sorry, I'll let you talk. Apologies.
1: No, you're fine. Um, No, that's essentially it. Like, they'll call in. And we always, in my job, we're supposed to, like, get to know the customers and things like that so that we can get the right package for them and blah, 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 blah. Um, And, like, people bring up certain things I can link to MMA or they'll say something that'll tip it off. And I'll say, oh, well, do you watch MMA? And pretty much nobody from the South does. Now, I know there's people in the South that do watch MMA. I'm talking about generally speaking. Uh, there's not a lot of people, um, so I think you get into the NASCAR. They do love NASCAR, though, and they love wrestling too. If you live in a trailer, you love NASCAR and wrestling in Alabama. That's pretty much <laughs> you, and you love uh, Roll Tide, Roll Tide, that's Roll Tide. I can pretty much I like clockwork. I know what to talk to with you about. And that, typically, they don't like MMA, so I think you get them into an event. You get them get them to see like a knockout. And you get a new a new constituency of fans.
0: Yeah, and I can like, agree with that. I mean, you have to reach out of the box in order to get people. Did are on the fringe.
1: Because are you going to get the current MMA fans in the UFC no. if you're Bellator? No. No. It's like the Nintendo. You have to create people. We've pretty much mined people that are like complicated gaming. You have to branch out and try to get the families and get other demographics in because Nintendo's not going to beat Xbox or PlayStation. Well, especially
0: if you're always free. I mean, they have one pay-per-view. So I understand. Like, If you're going to be on Spike all of the time... Mm-hmm. Spike has a very NASCAR type audience, you know, that guy audience. And, and they're, I mean, they're right. Branching out to that audience, they are the low hanging fruit. If you can just convert them into a, you know, Kimbo slice fight or a Ken Shamrock fight or whoever it is. And not that those are the, you know, the best guys, but those legend leagues, right. That they're going to be attracted to the Chels on Who can talk like a wrestler. And I agree with that. I mean, Freaking Gronkowski went to WrestleMania. So I, there, there's crossover fans and everyone knew who he was and everyone was glad that he was there. Gronk? Gronkowski? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Gronk was there. Um, now, yeah. that's, that's not to say that I don't think it's a death nail.
1: <laughs> I still think it's not. Uh, it's not necessarily prudent. It doesn't seem like it's going to pay out. It just seems kind of gimmicky, but I see what they're going for. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, and the, the biggest thing against between MMA and wrestling, though, is that would never happen, right? You couldn't have Gronk come in and decide that he's just going to fight someone in the heavyweight division because anyone in the heavyweight division is going to beat him by just taking him down and Shop? Know, submitting him. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's plenty of, I mean, Lesnar was an ex football player. He was a wrestler, though, too. Yeah. But a Schaub wasn't, right? Schaub Wrestling? I think he dabbled, but he was more of a football player. Mitrioni was a football player. Like there's definitely being athletic and having an athletic base is definitely going to help you in MMA. I mean, as we've learned from from USA MMA, wrestling is by far the best background to have going into MMA. If you can learn to strike after being a collegiate wrestler, you're going to do really well. John Jones, Rashad Evans, Josh Koscheck at his time. Um GSP is one of the only like karate, not even karate, but you know what I mean martial arts guys that had to learn um, karate or, sorry they had to learn wrestling in order to compete. but all of the rest of them, Tyron Woodley, they were wrestlers first. Cain Velasquez, Chris Weidman, all wrestlers first and they do so much better if they can learn to strike because they don't, they can avoid the takedown. Uh, UL Romero who was an Olympic wrestler for Cuba which I'm going. We're going to Cuba in May. Maybe I can set up an interview. Woo! Maybe I can set up an interview with him while I'm down there. Ask him about Gay Jesus. I highly doubt he still lives down there. Probably in Miami, living it up in the in the sun. Just like a boat ride away, a boat right away from, from if,
1: Cuba. If he thinks that I'm not going to bring up Gay Jesus from here until the day I die, <laughs> anytime his name gets brought up, he's got another from thing the, coming.
0: The, from here till the resurrection of Gay Jesus, <laughs> he's got another thing coming. It's my favorite thing that <laughs> MMA's
1: ever produced. It's so funny. It's so good.
0: There, man, there's a lot of news. I didn't think there was any news because freaking April Fool's Day ruined MMA Reddit. We and got news. We got Kabib talking today about how he almost died before UFC 209. I haven't listened to the interview.
1: I did. He just said it was his fault.
0: Eating too much tiramisu, apparently. I don't know what <laughs> that is. That's the rumor. You haven't seen any of the tiramisu memes? Mm mm. Apparently everyone's blaming tiramisu for him not making weight, him going out and, and celebrating or eating tiramisu before he had to cut weight, and it causing him not to make it. Um, there's two other gigantic announcements on on <coughs> in UFC news today. Uh, let's do Lawler versus Cerrone because that one was already technically announced, and and then Lawler pulled out um, to get his brain checked, which I completely understand. You at, U, at Two thirteen, which is in July. Was it for I his guess. brain
1: check, or was he running from uh, the uh, USADA testing that they caught him
0: with? Yeah, Lawler, the wrong Lawler. He was laying low for a minute until Tom got busted. Ground control, the to major Tom. Uh, I all of that's just funny to me. That's way funny. It's because no one knows who the hell Tom Lawler is, unless you're an MMA fan. The dirty. The dirty. I like him I mean, He's a funny dude I never thought he was a quality You know MMA fighter He could kick my ass But He was never going to be champion Um versus Cerrone Man Are you excited for this fight? Yeah, yeah. Even even like, after I the Masvidal loss?
1: <laughs> wait Who lost to Masvidal? Cerrone Did he? That's yeah. right He did in Colorado Yeah I was thinking Masvidal beat somebody else But um, Yeah I No know he's still. fighting
0: Maya next Poor guy that's a good fight, too. The UFC must be mad at him for beating Cerrone.
1: Real mad. Real mad. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. Are you?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, these two dudes are going to go out and bang. You're not going to see any... I mean, you could see Cerrone trying to wrestle him because he doesn't want to get punched in the face. But Lawler's no, not going to wrestle. They're going to strike. This is going to be... I'm t- I don't know if this is going to be a main event. I would suspect that it would be. They might have a title fight at the top of the card. But I would suspect with those two guys alone, it's going to be one of the top selling pay per views of two thousand of two thousand seventeen. Almost two thousand thirteen because it's two thir- It's UFC two thirteen. What do you do if uh, Cerrone wins? He's right back on track for one seventy. I think because Tyron Woodley and Stephen Thompson have put on two really boring fights, I think that launches him back up to a title fight. I think he bypasses. I think he bypasses Maya. Just, I mean, after most likely, what will happen is Maya will fight Masvidal. He'll get a title fight with Woodley because he most likely won't take a lot of damage against Masvidal. He'll take him down and he'll hold him. And Maya will get a shot against Tyron Woodley right around the same time or a month after two thirteen. It's going to take whoever wins out of Lawler and Cerrone some time to get healed up. And during that time, if Tyron Woodley happens to beat Maya then Cerrone will fight him next. And if not, then Cerrone will most likely jump up for a belt. Just due to the fact that he was like number five or number six in the division before he lost to Masvidal, and he's such a big-selling name, the WME's not going, to, not going to risk him losing again. They're going to push him up for a title shot. That's what I think. And it's Lawler. It's a big name, so on and so forth.
1: And if Masvidal beats Damian? Maya.
0: Then he gets the next title shot. I mean, Tyron Woodley's just resting up. I mean, he took like two to three punches in his last fight versus Stephen Thompson. So that fight... Fire... Stephen. Was it Stephen or Stephen? S- Stephen Thompson. Stephen. Stephen. Why am I keep saying Because it? it's PH. Bonner. Stephen Thompson. Thank you. Um. <clears throat> so really, that division is actually super exciting right now because Masvidal beat Cerrone. And Lawler's back, Thanks, and so there's Jorge. a lot. There's a lot that they can do in that division. Gaslum's right there as well, um, except he's fighting Anderson Silva. So there's a lot of cool things right now at at, at 180,
1: 185. It's good 1. that we have some news because I'm really
0: bored with MMA. They're welterweights. I was thinking about 70. On-
1: Sorry, everybody. Walter Holy cow! I was thinking about this on the way over here. I'm really bored with MMA.
0: A lot of people are. We talked about this two episodes ago, but it really sunk in earlier. Like when good. you were driving or like two yeah. weeks ago?
1: I was like, what are we going to talk about? I'm so, like, I haven't even, I have not kept up on it the way that I should having a podcast. I'm really, really bored.
0: Um, well, it's two weeks off, which does a lot. But I watched the Bellator, I watched some of the Bellator card. And I watched the, the Patty Pimblett fight on Cage Warriors. And the only reason I did that is we happened to be home. My wife and I happened to get home right before the main event with Rampage and, and Kimo, which was boring as hell. I'm glad they didn't make it five rounds. And then my wife was working. They're in Cage Warriors, so I watched that. And Patty Pimblett got beat, so that hype train's done, done too. So I mean, with one hype train
1: down, starts another one. Though. Yeah, well,
0: Nad, but no one wanted him to win, and no one knows who he is, so
1: we'll see. Um, but no, Understand? I mean, it's good that there's some news because I, I am, I am just so. Even like before, even with breaks, like it wasn't like I was bored. There's other stuff we could talk about, but there is just, it is, it's not even so much that like, it's not news coming out. It's just, it's
0: boring in general. I feel like, and I didn't feel that way until just today. I don't feel that way. And I mean, I did because I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but then I look at freaking Reddit and I'm like, okay. This makes a ton of sense, and I've got a couple things that I wanted to discuss. One, Cerrone versus Lawler, which is absolutely awesome. That's one. And Lawler's awesome. Aldo versus Holloway, finally at, Bellator, two, at two twelve. Bellator NASCAR is not real.
1: Like we don't really care about. Yeah, that. no, we couldn't care less but about that. But those are those are pretty much the only two bits of of like good like good fights that we have coming up as far as like that have been announced, right?
0: Well, those are recent announcement. I mean, we have Dos Santos versus Stipe, which is a great fight. Dos Santos is actually the underdog in that fight, which is bizarre to me
1: they also said rDA's moving up right
0: rDA yeah he's got a fight uh, I just saw that too rDA is going to fight oh who was it uh,
1: I'd like to see him Matt Brown fight they wouldn't do that to him right off the bat i don't think but no. I would like to see a i'd like to see a rDA
0: matt brown rDA who was it he says he's moving up that's January sixth. I saw something that they were announcing it, and it wasn't anyone that was like super impressive by any means. It was like, oh, okay, like that's that's interesting, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything that had me chomping at the bit, waiting for him to actually get back in, and and fight. Um, Aldo versus Holloway, though. What do you think about that fight?
1: You tell me what you think. I'm gonna I'm gonna formulate some thoughts on it. I want
0: Holloway to win. Um, only because he's uh, the last person. His only loss in the last little bit it was Conor McGregor. He took uh, Conor McGregor, and him went to decision. Even though Conor McGregor had a broken foot, he's looked really good. He's a likable guy. Um, I don't think his striking is better than all those, but Aldo might have lost a step. Even though he looked good against Edgar, there's a lot to it that makes me excited to watch it. It could go either way, and really, I only want Holloway to win, just because Jose Aldo has pulled out of so many fights and complained so much lately that I would like to move past Jose Aldo being of relevance. Um, I feel like Aldo's
1: gonna win. I
0: I feel like I can understand that,
1: and that's not fair to Holloway because he's been so good. But I've just never really believed in him, which is not again. I know he ha- I know he has the belt, but I've never. I'm just, I hope that this is the death of interim belts.
0: Yeah, I mean, the fact that both of them in this, in this photo for the, the fight itself, both of them have belts, but technically neither of them have a belt, is, is pretty ridiculous. Um, there is another piece of, of news on there. Gunnar Nelson said that he doesn't think Conor McGregor fights in the Octagon in 2017. Gunnar Nelson and Conor McGregor seem like pretty good buddies, and they train together all of the time. So it's 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 pretty solid commentary. So this is a kind of an important fight because they will unify these belts and the, that person will be the hundred and forty five champion. Conor McGregor will probably never fight a one hundred forty five again.
1: I don't know if he'll ever fight in the UFC again at this point. If he if, I've had to eat a lot of crow and all of that, but at this point I, I honestly don't know.
0: When I, if and when he finally fights Mayweather And that money, he may never fight again. I still, I I err on the, I'm about, it's about a 60-40 split. I still think
1: he will, but but in no way, shape, or form would I be surprised if he never does again. But I think that he will.
0: He he might, when all of a sudden done and they have a big fight for him, say someone else comes up and does really well, I could see them coming up. But I don't know, man. It's one of those things. I don't necessarily care whether he does or he doesn't, but I almost want to see him right off into the sunset on a on the freaking high horse. So he can say that he was the only two bell champion, that he fought, you know, Floyd Mayweather and if he wins, that he beat Floyd Mayweather and then he moved on. And that to me is is something that you don't
1: want to see him fight in Ireland?
0: I'm not going to see him fight in Ireland other than on TV. Well, of course, that's where so you've only really ever care. seen him. But
1: you don't care if you've seen Like, that would be an awesome spectacle. Yeah, I mean, it absolutely would. But to me... Why do we care if people go to Madison Square Garden then? Why do we care? If I don't. Why, why do we care if they go to Brazil? You don't. Madison
0: you don't... Square Garden and, and Salt Lake City, I'd rather have them fight in Salt Lake City because I can go see it in Madison Square Garden. Right, but they can't fight in Salt Lake City. But I don't care like, the there's... difference between Buffalo and Madison Square Garden and Philadelphia. Well, who and cares about Buffalo? But I mean, and... the
1: big arenas, like the 100, 200, there is a palpable difference in the atmosphere.
0: I watch most of these fights on silent now. I don't care where they're at. I just want to see these dudes fight.
1: Live, you watch them Live. Yeah, and on silent. And, uh.
0: Because usually, what happens is I'm watching them on my cell phone, so my wife can watch something on TV, and I have them all the way low, and I just watch them like that.
1: Um, well, I I personally think that that's not necessarily the norm. No, definitely I not. Feel like I feel like people do care that. about the venue. And I th- that's why they always try to go that's why you have the uh the Dubai's, that's why you have the rumble in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Like you know those fights and those bouts throughout history by where they were. And I f I don't know, for me I think That's good that, marketing. <laughs> for me I feel like it is it is important for MMA and for Ireland for them to go out there and repay those fans that that made their way all the way out to Vegas and had people pull out. And it's not only that it's not just reparation for that. I just think it'd be a good atmosphere in general.
0: And I can agree with that. And I mean, it's very interesting, right? Our, our mentalities right now where I'm like, I don't care where they fight. I just want to see them fight. And I want to see the best fighters fight the best fighters. And then you, you know, five minutes ago being like, it matters where they fight. And I'm kind of bored of MMA. It's, it's a very interesting kind of dynamic, right? where it's like I watched Cage Warriors and Bellator one one because they were there and I was there at the same time to watch them but I can't remember the last UFC card that I didn't watch even when they're doing like you know 3 weeks in a row or whatever it was and so it's it really is the I think we represent very well the MMA community to a point right we we don't we don't we're not the casual fan anymore. You'll you'll turn into most you know pay per view events. Well, you're not going to tune into a a fox, not, maybe a fox card, but not an FS1 card or a, a fight pass event, right? The or, FS1
1: cards are easier for me to tune into because I can just you can record them, them. Yeah. and I
0: go and I go to
1: the highlights. Essentially, or
0: I'm, I'm actually trying to figure out how to record the pay per view so we can watch them later on. But the thing is with me is I'm the exact opposite. If I don't watch it live, and I know someone wins by decision and people are like, eh, hey, it was a boring decision, I'll, I'll never go back and watch
1: it. Oh, I don't, that's the whole point. That's why I don't watch those. It's, it's either the good, because I like a good five-round fight, well, not necessarily five-round, but a good three-round fight that goes to decision, as long as it's a good
0: fight. But you it's like, a boring one, but but you you Yeah, you respect the 135ers, the 125ers that are going to go out there and just scrap. You know, you like those guys more than the, the heavyweights, even though you want to get rid of their divisions now to, to simplify things. It's it's an interesting concept, man. I,
1: I personally don't want to get rid of them. Like I yeah, don't. You think it's I the best like for the them? Sport. I gotcha. But I I think it would it would be far and away. There would be more movement in divisions and people that were able to not have to cut so much weight if they made those middleweight classes. Um, they did away with one seventy, and we've went over this at, at nauseum. But if I had it my way, I would have 125 to 1 or to 265 and have it in 5 increments all the way up till you get to yeah. light heavyweight and then obviously you have heavyweight. That's how I would have it.
0: My way. Yeah, but
1: there's my just way. it's not sustainable for what we have right now. No. You have to do away with with those bottom weight classes in my opinion. It's like, "Oh, we're going to lose DJ and we're going to lose Dominic Cruz."
0: Yep. The UFC's rough right now and I think you're right. I think there's a lot of people that are getting bored and we're going to see a big transition within MMA and i don't know if that's like people like conor mcgregor and the talkers are going to get more more action or if they're going to base more on on weight classes or if usada is going to get booted or what's going to happen but wme's in it to make money there was a rumor that i actually saw earlier this week that wme was already looking to shop around because they didn't quite understand the space or to, how to make money in it and i don't believe that it's true yet
1: i heard that they were going i'm um, well um, so Joe Rogan had a very annoying guy on his podcast that I was very interested in because he he's like this old guy that got his money in oil and stuff like that, and he had a theory um, that they were going to go public. Like, that was the whole reason is they're going to eventually go public. WWE and, did it. Yeah, and that's how they're going to get their money back because he's like, there's literally no way for them to really make their money back. Mm-mm. He's like, it's a bad investment unless you go public. Well, And I don't understand that, but that's what he said. So
0: from what I understand is... It's just like Snapchat. Snapchat was on its way out and everyone was like, oh, Snapchat's going public. It's kind of a big deal, but it's not. You know, this could be the death of Snapchat. But the thing is, is Snapchat needed the revenue and it needed the revenue very quickly. And so it went public. It made a bunch of money. And then when their stocks went down, that, that first initial rush of money was still there. So they still had money to reinvest in different things like that. That was the only time that they were going to be able to make that type of money because if they waited five years, they might be obsolete. So they couldn't go public. So I could understand if the UFC went public, very much so, for that very reason, right? The only way that, just like that guy said, the only way they're going to make their I money to back.
1: I want credit him, right? His name's Dan Pena, by the way.
0: I'm going to have to go listen to that. Don't don't no no don't because he doesn't really know what he's talking about no he
1: does he's just annoying you can tell i've never heard joe be so um short with a guest
0: interesting like he if
1: you want to listen to it for that but you so this guy essentially he's a life coach Mm -hmm. kind of in the vein of uh of tony what's his face robbins tony robbins i hate
0: life coaches and seminars man
1: Oh, well, and that's his thing, but he takes a smaller group of guys and tell them, "Oh no, like he's not the same as like Tony Robbins in the he, sense he just kind of beats he, them down. He
0: takes him out to the desert, puts him in a in a tent sweatbox. Yeah, sweatbox, and then offers him $10,000 lemonade.
1: No, Now, he uh he rest development yes. reference everybody. Yes. Um he uh it's like 11 people and they always have to wear suits and it's for a certain amount of time and they pay thousands of dollars to go into these things and anyways, he um I've never seen Joe Rogan, like he'll talk about like all of his accomplishments throughout, it, and he goes, "Oh my gosh, you're a crazy man, Dan Pena." <laughs> um,
0: yeah, because usually it just flows; it digresses from one conversation. It for, listen to the it next for a little bit. But
1: don't don't go all the way to the MMA because it's like two hours in, I think. Mm-hmm it's one of the shortest ones that I've ever seen him do too. But
0: Interesting. the thing is,
1: is this guy got online and was like, give the fans what they want to see Joe Rogan. And he knows somebody that Joe knows. So he almost did it. Yeah. It seems as like a favor, yep. but you could, there was parts where he was interested. Cause the guy was talking about oil and how they're actually, I won't go too much into this, but how they actually have a ton of oil reserves. And that's, what's keeping prices down so much because they're going to do away with fracking. Yeah. Um, and so there were parts where he was interested, but it, he was so bored listen to it for that because it's interesting. I've never seen Joe act like that.
0: So he's saying that they're going to go public to get their money back. And then, yeah. I mean, then obviously can't sell because now they're public and then it's traded on the public. I understand the concept of that from what I understand of like the stock market and, you have to make money. You have to strike while the iron's hot. Sometimes with the the stock market, because if you if you strike too late, you don't make any money. And if you strike while if you strike while the iron's hot, there's a big uptick where you make a ton of money. And then on the downturn, you don't lose as much money. Everyone else loses that money that has invested in your company. Um, and I may be wrong. And if you're an accountant and you're pulling your hair out right now because we sound like idiots, let us know. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter. Whatever it is. But from what None I understand... of characters on Twitter. 140? Reach out elsewhere. What is a Tweet longer or whatever it is?
1: I don't know what you just said.
0: <laughs> There's a, they used to be able to dictate... Joe Rogan actually talks about it, the tweet longer with uh, Moriarty, Colin Moriarty. That was a good one. I liked it and I didn't because Colin Moriarty was like, I'm better than everyone else, but then I, ha- I can't act that way because Joe Rogan kind of puts me in my place.
1: I never said he was better than
0: everybody else. I know, but the mentality he had. I didn't get that at all. Which is funny because he's very libertarian and I'm very libertarian. So him and I would probably get along really well.
1: That whole thing is the stupidest is, thing in the world. But
0: it's very interesting to me though, right? Joe Rogan and Colin Moriarty are both more or less libertarian, but they're on very different sides of the spectrum. In what way? Colin Moriarty's like, TSA shouldn't check my shit and I want them to stay out of my life. And Joe Rogan's like, I understand why they're here.
1: Uh, that's him kind of busting his balls to a certain extent too because he's just trying to make it like those He did the same thing with Crowder. Um, yeah, it's, that's true, but like they're, they're pretty much, I mean, they both would be okay with guns. They're both libertarians, Stay away from me. They're both, um, li- liberal on social issues, pro choice, pro gay marriage, like yeah. pro pot, like they're pretty, they're pretty, I would say down the, down the same path mostly. And they deviate just a little bit on other things, but
0: yeah, no, I can agree with that. It was just. And I think you're right. I do think that Joe Rogan likes to put people into uh, not awkward situations, but disagree with them just to see how they defend themselves. Not in a mean, like condescending way, but just like, a okay, well, why do you feel this way? And could I change your mind easily? Or do you really believe these things? Um, and most people that he has on a show, I think are pretty set in their ways and are pretty intelligent people. So I, 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 I like it. And it spawns conversation just like Crowder and the, you know, him saying, this is the last thing I wanted to talk about. This is the only thing you want to talk to me about. Um, but with that, let's talk about this weekend's card real quick and then wrap up. Uh, Gegard Mousasi versus Chris Weidman, as we've already talked about. This is Gegard's last UFC contracted fight. If he wins, does the UFC re-sign him? Yeah. He, even if he
1: loses, they re-sign him. You think? Yeah. They, he seems
0: like he'd be perfect for Bellator. No, they're going to re-sign him. Why? No one really cares the Netherlands
1: right now, other than him and Alistair. Ah,
0: That's a solid point. So, based on him being European, do you think he's a big draw in Europe?
1: He's a draw. They need somebody to put on European cards, like, um, and he's he's a good fighter. He could be champion one day, and he's outspoken. He's 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 good for him.
0: He's getting more outspoken. I mean, he beat Souza in Pride. It goes way back Mm -hmm. to that time, and and that was like kind of the, the finals of Pride, but. He kind of went to the nether round for a little for a little bit and just kind of existed and didn't necessarily do very well. He beat mid-tier guys but never really beat anyone good. But it's really bizarre to me, and I think we discussed this a little bit last time, he's the favorite in this fight. I actually put money down on Chris Weidman, only $5 because I'm a pansy like that. Can we talk about this, start putting <clears throat> your paychecks on it. We did talk about this, probably the exact same thing. But it was really bizarre to me. Because Chris Weidman's only lost to the best of the best, and Gegard Mousasi's never performed well against wrestlers, and so I don't, I don't see this going well for Mousasi. I see Weidman closing the distance. You you think he has better hands than Mousasi does, or you think Weidman has better hands? I don't understand.
1: He's just beat some of the best strikers in MMA history. He's beaten Weidman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Machida and Anderson. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to make a case against it, but I don't think he's spectacular. I just think he has good game plans. He has good coaches, and he, he's executed it a few times. He just as easily could get caught. I just think he probably will beat him.
0: My big thing is I watched I watched King Mo fight Rampage, and that fight was not awful, but it was pretty bad. And King Mo beat Musasi, and it was a long, long, long time ago, but he beat him by wrestling him. And I think Weidman's got much better wrestling than King Mo does, maybe.
1: King was underrated.
0: A lot of people say he's overrated.
1: I don't think so.
0: He didn't uh, he looked good. His striking looked awful against Rampage, but Rampage is one of the best strikers out there, even if he is fat. No, his striking looked good. And his counter striking, the fight was not good, but his 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 striking was it was good. Um and he had to defend the takedown the entire time. Like I was actually surprised at at how at how slow Muhammad was compared to, to Rampage. I mean, he did line a couple, but anytime there, there was any kind of striking, Rampage got the best of the, of the exchange, even at 250-something pounds. Just fat ass. And I think he, I, he may or may not be done. He may fight Chelsea at heavyweight. Who the hell knows? I mean, who really cares? But after I watched that, I was like, there's no way Weidman loses this fight. He's not going to lose to Like, It's not going to happen. And so, I mean, it's only, it's plus 100, negative 100. So I'm only, I bet five, I win like five. So it's not that big of a deal. It's actually a really close fight, comparatively speaking. But the, I mean, the NBA game tonight was much closer than that. They're both negatives. Anyway, I'm just getting into, I'm just getting into betting everybody. So uh, you can give me advice on Twitter as well. I, I usually tweet out. Hey, I'm gonna place this bet. What do you guys think? And most people will be like, "Oh, wait for it to go up or wait for it to go down, and and then do it." So, it's it's a good time. I feel like I've been talking for forever. Shut up! <laughs> I'm like, wow, I just told you just what you already said. I told you what I already thought. Just sit here in silence.
1: No, we need you to talk.
0: Alves versus Cote. Oh, I also I also put money on Brooks versus Oliveira. I put money on Oliveira because he looked good against Pettis. Brooks hasn't looked good, and that was a much bigger discrepancy it was like almost plus and minus 250 and it was like uh, brooks has looked really bad and olivera's looked decent in his last couple fights there's no reason not to put five bucks on that fight so i win like 13 bucks if i win that one so that's Woo! nice yeah I'm gonna take my, my lady out to dinner i think <laughs> but it's i don't know man we already talked about this 210 doesn't look like a pay-per-view other than the fact that there's a title fight on it.
1: That's a pay-per-view now.
0: One title fight? Mm-hmm. We'll be lucky if this goes through, right? DC's been pulled off of his last two last two title fight events. Good thing. I mean, Weidman's only pulled out of one fight, right? Somebody you posted on Reddit that
1: it's been 19 months since DC's yeah. defended his title. One of those wasn't his fault. And, yeah, well, it was
0: Jones jones testing positive for something and then claiming that he didn't and that he never took it and then going on joe rogan and joe Rogan scolding him like a child <laughs> no man you can't you can't think like that that the guy that's driving the dump truck thinks he's better than me tell me how to live my life and that i need to stop doing dumb stuff yet i'm the athlete making millions and he's on the dump truck and it's like no man that's not how you think you can't think like that you will be able to justify any stupid mistake that you make if you justify that the people are out there doing worse things than you. There's always going to be someone doing something worse than you. You're in the spotlight. You have to be that's better. That's when
1: you invoke Hitler. I could. I, Hitler. That's <laughs> how you win arguments.
0: <laughs> You're saying that if you didn't have the, the chance to take a shot at Hitler, you wouldn't have done it. <laughs>
1: More like, well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not killing Jews. <laughs> <laughs> say something stupid, like. And that you're, I'm just, just to hear. He doesn't know what right. he doesn't know.
0: A religion, the people he hit with his car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm just saying more. Just if you use that line of questioning, you always end up going down the. You take some bad historical example and be like, "I'm not as bad as them." It's like, no, you. If it doesn't matter if the guy's taking out trash or if he is a tenured psychologist or criminologist or whatever it is, and or, telling you stop doing dumb shit, it doesn't matter who it comes from. If they're right, they're right. Stop yep. doing dumb shit.
0: Yep. So, <clears throat> Cormier Johnson, man. If Cormier wins, do you let him sit out until Jones is back? Because hmm. all he says he wants to do is he wants to be Johnson, he wants to be Jones, and then he wants to be Jones again, and then he wants to retire.
1: I think Johnson's going to win. Do you think? I think so. I have a feeling. I Because th- he caught him that once, I don't think he, he tires that himself? shot again. <laughs> I don't think so. I, maybe he does. Cormier's
0: never been knocked on his ass like he was against Johnson. That, yeah, that was bad. And, I mean, he took it like a champ,
1: though. Literally champ. He was a champ. But I, I just don't... If it makes it past the first round, it's, I feel like it's Cormier's...
0: I think second. I think Johnson's going to pace himself this time better than he did the, the first round. I don't think he should. You think, think he, he just go goes for broke? broke in
1: the first round?
0: But think about it. When strikers come in against wrestlers and go for broke, they get taken down and wrestle...
1: He's he's uh, athletic enough to stop that. Look at look at the last take. down. He wasn't
0: he, before. He's fine,
1: in my opinion. I he, think I just uh, I just feel like you have to go for broke, and because Cormier is always going to get stronger the longer the fights goes goes on. He's he's into five round fights. Yeah, Johnson hardly ever wins decisions. Um, I mean I'm not just saying obviously go out there and just start windmilling like double windmills. <sighs> no, like it's still got you got to be smart and if your shots aren't there don't take them until the second but if you see something you go for broke if I, you're Johnson.
0: I mean that's also his way of fighting. Every time he's won, I mean the last the only fight that he's lost, he gassed against Cormier. Cormier's Cormier's the underdog. Johnson's no, Johnson's Johnson's the favorite right now at this time. That's dumb. The uh, these keep changing. So Weidman's even more.
1: I know it's like consensus and people are trying to swing the vote and or the the betting lines and stuff. But that's stupid.
0: Alves Cote is the favorite over Alves, which is also crazy to me because Cote hasn't really done much of anything, and they're both BJJ guys. Like yeah, but it's a weight and class Alves thing. is a much better that striker. More,
1: that one makes more sense. It's a weight class thing. I I understand, and I don't. Popular?
0: Call Emily Dickinson. My phone's going to No, I was... Apparently, I must talk to her. I Let's I, see I what she has to say her. on the subject. Okay, Google. Yo, Emily Dickinson.
1: <laughs> what do you have to say about the, uh, about about the modern the and Alvarez fight? Or Alvarez. Alvarez, or who would you say it was?
0: Tiago Alvarez.
1: Oh, Alvarez. I thought it was Alvarez for a minute. I was like, I didn't know he was going up. Never mind. I, I thought mind, you said Alvarez. I'm I got wrong. a
0: mind F for you. Both of these dudes have both fought GSP. Tiago Alves and Patrick Cote both fought GSP. They both got manhandled. Cote even worse because he blew out his knee. But That's like, so sad. Isn't that weird that these dudes like GSP retired and is coming back and fighting for a belt at 185, and these dudes are like, yeah, they're there and they're fighting. Yeah. I just. Yeah. This Crowder like, had
1: GSP on his podcast. Did you hear that?
0: Uh-uh. Yeah. Do you talk about aliens that he sees and stuff still? No.
1: No, it was funny, though, because he, uh, I guess he always imitates George, because he's from Montreal. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. He had his mom on, and they were just going all all French-Canadian on everybody, just speaking in French. Because <laughs> apparently they're really, really anal about their uh, about how clean their houses are. And somebody did a spot on on uh, GSP, and his house was dirty, and his mom flipped out. And she was like, When Crowder's mom got on, she's like, Did you ever clean that room? <laughs> and he's like, No, it's the kids' playing room. It didn't get cleaned. <laughs> That's the GSP way it has is. kids? I don't know. It was something with kids. I don't know.
0: Cormier's the underdog, man. That almost stupid. makes me want to take the bet. Take it. That's but I've a... already bet on two other fights. Parlay not No, I didn't, I three, didn't, I didn't put parlay. Your him. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not I could parlay Cormier and Weidman. That's don't. not a bad parlay. Every
1: parlay is a bad parlay.
0: But they're both they're both every parlay is no, a bad No man, parlay. I parlayed South Carolina and North Carolina and I won.
1: Doesn't mean that's a good parlay. Parlay I, it, I don't care. Parlay it go I ahead. won. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I'm not gonna parlay. No, go it. Go ahead, parlay I'd, it. I'd bet separately. I mean, but if I'm gonna bet on Weidman and Cormier respectively, make sure, respectively, you add Travis, make sure you I might add as well Travis parlay. It. It. <laughs> but so you got Johnson. I think I've got Cormier. I think it goes pretty close to the same as last Regardless, time. Regardless,
1: I'd put money on Cormier if that's the betting line.
0: Well, I mean, I, if I bet 50, I make 50. If I bet five, I make five. Like, it's not, it's not a strong betting line. But I'll check out the parlay now that I've already bet on Weidman. I mean, I don't know if I want to put another bet down on Weidman because if I lose one, I lose them both.
1: But head your bet that against him. Do the parlay against Weidman.
0: Do the parlay against Weidman. Parlay Cormier. Uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. You got anything else to say? Any more news? No. Then we're gonna finish out early tonight, guys. Go home, see your families. You know, even Take if a you're shower. even if you're on your way to work, just go home, see your family. Tell them that the one speed guys told you. I had to go home. <laughs> We're excited for this weekend. We're excited versus Johnson Cormier, too. I really but, am excited
1: for this fight. I, from what I said of being bored, I am legitimately yeah. excited for this fight.
0: Let me know what your bets are if you're taking Weidman or Musasi Cormier, or Johnson, and if I should take that parlay. Um, and then, of course, tune in next week. Thanks, guys. Peace. Bye.